it's time for this week's Uplift. Encouraging words from two ordinary guys that want you and others to find the freedom in Christ that's available to everyone. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our website at fulcrumcenter.org to learn more. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Uplift. I'm Phil Bliss. And I am Ian Thornton. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, too. Did you have a good vacation? <laughs> I hope that response lets you know. Yes, yes. Yes. I really, really had a had a really good vacation. I did, too. I, I really did get rejuvenated from being away from work for a couple of days. I needed it. I came back with a better attitude, but... It's been a week since then, so I need another vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't take long, does it? It doesn't take long. Yeah, you know, just to, you you know, you said just to rejuvenate and and to disconnect from things and to solidify the the needed connections. You know, whether it's with family and and spouse. Sure. Most certainly with the Lord, you know. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I I took some time and just um, sat out on my front porch and rocked in the rocking chair for a while and first couple days i rocked real fast and wore a hole in the carpet and then i realized i could slow down a little bit (laughs) you know how that goes sure but uh it was it's been really really good Good. really good Good. yeah that that is good and that's that's having a relationship with god yeah and that's so important you know it's not it's more than just saying the word relationship it is really getting involved in that relationship and and that you know that's just a beautiful thing it is it is you know and it's it's interesting too you know you and i getting a chance to talk and and all coming out of time away and and stuff um some of the similar things um that god spoke to us yeah 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 and and that's really exciting that's that's really neat and and that's actually part of what we're going to get into absolutely it is so it's like to kind of launch off um is one of the things that the lord put on my heart was to ask ask yeah and and so then you and i had a chance to talk and you're right. like that's amazing you know that's some of the same stuff that it's, god's talking to me about right same thing he said to me was to ask for specific things right yeah right exactly and, you know when he tells you to ask you know he wants to give it to you exactly yeah that is so true and it's um and it's nice because you don't though the enemy may want to tempt you to feel lost um and in your relationship with God, um, by knowing that He's telling that God is telling us to ask Him for something that that you know that He has yeah. it for you, yeah. So you don't have to question it, right? You ask, you seek, yes, and you knock, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I know after for me um, coming off a of vacation, um, it's it hasn't been long; it's only been a couple days, and um, it's been interesting because I've had five different people come and ask me generally ask me this this question you ready yeah so what is my purpose or they may say so i really want to know why i'm here what's what's my purpose mm. in in this life but even at this time and and oftentimes you know i've been asked that question before phil and i know that you have too yeah and oftentimes it's a broad paint stroke. It's like, so what? What's my right. purpose in life? Why, you know, why am I even breathing? Why do I even exist? Right. But some of the questions have been, what is my purpose in this time? Oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, 
You know, and it, it's good. it's like to that's like, a good question. Know, you you had said you know God was like wanting to wanting you to ask for specific things, mm-hmm. and that's a very specific question, right? Because you can already read into that question that there is some discernment that's already going on. Yeah, like there's something happening right now. Yes. Yes, and that I, you're seeing <laughs> right, and right. I don't know exactly what it is, and I can't put my finger on it. Right, but I know that something's happening, and I know that I'm a part of that somehow. Right. So, what do I do? And so, those are the questions. Those are the questions that have come my way. Okay, and so, do you want to share how you answered that question? Of course. Okay. No. <laughs> it's but it. It, it all came back to things that, that I feel like, you know, that we started talking about earlier this evening. And, and even the things that you and I have talked about, it gets down to the ask. You know, coming out of Matthew chapter 7, you know, Jesus says, ask, seek, and knock. And even the first letters of those words spell ask. And oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's just one of those things that God just, you know, Jesus just put out there. And it's one of those nuggets that you could just hold on to, you know, and it's not that difficult to remember. But um, I just re- really understood that just like in, in, in my time um, away, that God was rejuvenating my heart and, and kind of pulling me out of the weeds of some things and, and really um, restoring rest and rejuvenating, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. That it's about the relationship with him. It's about the relationship with him. And and I know, I've I've done this, that you get to a point in your life where you understand something. You may not know what it is, but you know something is happening. Or you really are desiring an answer for X, Y, Z. And the first thing we do is we run to someone that we can sit down and talk to that will sit in front of us and that we can speak to that we assume at points has the answer to these things right i see where you're going (laughs) but that's not what god's looking for is it no because well let me ask this question okay based on what you just said why is it that we go to that person and ask those questions someone we can sit down in front of and feel that they have the answers because we have some sort of relationship with that person that's exactly right and when you have that relationship with god he can be the one to answer those questions. That's right. And I think that's what you're getting at is that's what God wants. It is. It, that's exactly right, Phil. And and that's what I was that's what I would share and did share with, with these people is is it's about relationship and creating that time and that connection with God to say, Okay, well instead of you having a question in your mind and picking up the phone and calling me or coming to find me or whatever that you <laughs> Head out onto your front porch, so to say, right. because you know that's where you meet with God every morning. Right. You know, right. and and so it is. It's is to is to to direct people and encourage them and empower them to start that relationship that is so familiar that the first thing they do is going to they're going to pick up the quote unquote spiritual phone and call God. Right. And talk to him about it. Right. And you know, I have been through this before too. Um, had a, a friend, a trusted friend, very strong relationship with this person, and I would go to him with all these different questions mm-hmm. because I trusted in his ability, I trusted in his 
authority. I trusted in his position that he was in. Mm -hmm. He was a pastor. Okay. And he would try to get me to take it to God. And I didn't know what that meant because I was seeing him with these eyes. I was hearing him with these ears. And I can't see God with these eyes. I say that, but you can. And I can't hear God with these ears, but you can. That's right. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) I know, good stuff. As a human being, we need to get past that and realize that more than just being a human being, we are spiritual beings. Right. And our spirit, the Bible tells us, I think it's in, uh, John tells us in, I think, 1 John, that the spirit of God witnesses to our spirit, letting Mm -hmm. us know that we are children of God. That's right. Yeah. And that witness of the Holy Spirit is that drawing out, is that what led those five people to you to say, what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, they, I'm sure they, whether they realize it or not, didn't come up with that on their own. That was the Spirit of God leading them to you right. to ask so that you would tell them to go to God. Right. And it's, and it's humbling um, for all of us to know when people come to us with, with those type of questions and, and that type of seeking yeah. that um, God trusts us enough. Yeah for us to direct them to him or to journey with them exactly which is the discipleship which right. is relationship which is leading them closer bringing them closer to their relationship with god but god trusts us enough to walk with them along that journey so that they become dependent upon him right and and not us and and so i i went through and and so we ha- i walked through those things and, and had a chance to share and and at the same time, give some definition to these words of seek, ask, seek, and knock. And um, it, it's funny, you know, when, when you're on vacation and and your kids know you're on vacation, yeah. everything is on vacation. <laughs> I mean, you know what you know what I mean? Yes. Everything is on vacation. Right. Like even if it's even even if you're at home, right? There's no such thing as laundry. <laughs> and there's no such thing as rinsing off your dishes and putting them in the dishwasher. I mean, you know, we're we're on vacation, right? That right. means that I don't need to do my chores. Right. <laughs> you know, my room doesn't need to be cleaned up, anything <laughs> like that. Well, what that also means, too, to our kids is that there's dessert every night. <laughs> of course. <And> it, <laughs> I know. Why not? I know. Why wouldn't there be? We're on vacation, right, Dad? So by the end of our time, it, it actually got to the point where it's like there's dessert after every meal. <laughs> there's got to be dad there's going to be something else and and so i chuckle with that because it really highlights the the definition of that word ask mm. and it is to ask passionately and consistently just constant it, yes. it is a constant drumbeat and so it would be like after dinner so we're going to have ice cream <laughs> Well, well, yeah, yeah, we've got some ice cream. We'll, we'll do some dessert tonight. When? Because I'd really like to have ice cream. You know, I'd really like to have that. I'd really like to have that. And, you know, all, and, and all this, you know, it's like, well, we need to clean the dishes first. Yeah, but when can we have ice cream? And so <clears throat> I really I really took that to heart because I know in, in God's unique way and in, in all of his humor, he's showing me how he wants me to ask. Mm. Consistently. Un- consistently and undeterred. Consistent. Because it's like when those little ones get this idea that there is a bowl of ice cream mm-hmm. waiting for them, I want it. <laughs> I want the ice cream. Right. I am undeterred. All I see is 
that ice cream. <laughs> and that's really that definition is to ask and to ask consistently and to ask undeterred, to ask passionately. And so you really take the desire that we have in asking those questions and allow it to be the passion of our heart mm. and to not give up. And that's where it goes to seeking because seeking is right. okay. to know beyond a, a shadow of a doubt that there is an answer, that God's not playing smoke and mirrors with us. Right. But he knows all things. Right. You know, one of the things I tell people a lot is don't look at God the way you look at your friends or your spouse. Um, I know there have been times when, Tanya, for example, I would not ask because I was afraid the answer was going to be no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, I know that, that she's done the same thing with me. Mm -hmm. And I've done this with friends. I kind of hesitate to ask because I don't want to be rejected. Yes. Now, when you ask God, yes. okay, God, now I'm not going to say God will never say no. Right. But more than no, what he'll say is maybe not yet, or it's coming, mm -hmm. or something like that. Or right. we'll get there. Okay. But. The more than that is you can still ask God because God is not going to treat you like another human being treats you. Okay. With, right. When you're talking to another human being, there's all kinds of humanness involved that you're not going to get with God. You're going to get the straight answer. You're going to get, you're not going to get just flat out rejected mm -hmm. without there being something else for you. Right. You know, um, I asked God for a particular position one time that I wanted to be this one thing. Mm -hmm. And I got the answer no, but I'm glad I did because <laughs> this is what I have now. Right. You know what I mean? And I it, do. If, if I he do. had let me into that position, it would have changed everything. Yeah. It just changed the course of my life drastically. Wow. Excuse me. So I am very thankful, and I clearly heard mm -hmm. no. I mean, hmm. not audibly, but I knew God over... I kept asking and asking and asking. Right. And it was consistently, no, this is not right. It just the feeling wasn't right. I knew God was saying no. Yeah. And I said, okay, I trust you. Then what do you have for me? Which is an, a, an amazing question. Yes. Because when we start off our conversations asking the Lord, what would you have me ask for? Yeah. Then we're, we step into that conversation submitted. Yes and humbled and trusting and believing that he has the best for us. Yes. So then when he gives us the question to ask, we know that he's got that for us, right? Right, exactly. And and That's it was a very humbling and it was I, I really believe if I could have seen the face of God, he would have been saying, Finally, you asked me the right way. You, know? <laughs> you finally are getting it. What do I have for you? Not, not give this to me. Right. That's you know? great. And so it, it changed my life. And now that's the way I approach the Lord is what would you have me do today yeah. in a month? Or how do I handle this situation? Mm -hmm. That's part of the asking, too. It, it, it is. And, and it ties right into the seeking as well. It, right, because exactly. you know, you know, we know that um, we're seeking what he has for us and that he has something for us yes and and that that really it makes all of the difference because it 
that in itself I've seen creates a, a spiritual barrier around us to, to hold back the doubt mm-hmm. that can mm-hmm. come in. Mm-hmm. And, and we're yeah. not asking, um, I, and I think James talks about this, we're not asking amiss. Right. We're, we're asking what the heart of God is for us. Right. And so that creates in itself this barrier that, that God puts his angels around us and so that the fiery darts of the enemy, doubt and fear and worry, can't come into that. Right. And it guards our relationship. Absolutely. And strengthens our relationship. Oh, yeah, great point. Them. Yes. Great point. Yeah, it does. It makes it deeper, doesn't it? It does. Yes. And, you know, that's another thing that I really try when I get asked this question, too, and I've been asked that question mm-hmm. about purposes. Uh, I know. Is you got, I, I often try to use examples that people can relate to. Like I, whoever the current president is, like think one time I said, well, I know who George W. Bush is, but I don't know him. He doesn't know me. Mm. I would know him if I saw him on the street, but he's not going to talk to me he's not going to give me what I asked for most likely but my spouse my children I know them very intimately and I said and that's what we need to get with God we that's need right. and this is and how you get there is what you're saying mm-hmm. the continual ask you don't have to worry about being rejected just continually ask where's when we get the ice cream are we having ice cream after this show, by the way? Are you going to buy me ice cream? Yeah, yes, Phil. Yes, yes. We'll take care of that. But isn't it the greatest picture? Yes. You know, and, and it really just drove the point home to me because a couple things. One, my kids knew there was ice cream in the freezer. You know what I mean? That's part of the seeking. They <laughs> saw it. Yeah, yeah, they sought it out before dinner. (laughs) But it's one of those things that they, you know, and if we take this and really look at it from a a spiritual relationship, they know that there is something there for them. Right. You know, and we should, we really should have that same understanding, belief, and drive for those things that God has for us. Absolutely. You know, and it's just, it was such an amazing picture to me. I, you know, I'll never forget it. And there's just, and it was, <laughs> okay, you know, one of our small ones. During dinner, uh, Dad, you know, we're, we're having ice cream, right? <laughs> and it's almost like, you know, if I finish this broccoli. <laughs> you know? But it's one of those things, you know, just as a as a child, as as an innocent child, that, that a loving father is there for them and at the same time I mean I, I, re- I remember my dad doing this you know being at the table and stuff and he'd lean over it's like hey man you know we got ice cream after dinner you know and it's <laughs> yeah. like hey we've got this right I've got this I have this available to you and it's this one of those things where it brings joy to our hearts to do things for our kids you know um, right. and, and you know it's the same with God that it just explodes his heart with joy yes to know he has these things for his children and he so much wants to give them to us that he will tell us what to ask for because it is it is in our best interest and it is for our purpose right right and you know if we go back to the George W Bush example for mm-hmm. a moment okay if i were to ask him i said you know i i i need hundred dollars to to pay a bill or something okay yeah he's not going to give it to me he's the president of the united states or he was the president of the united states he's not going to give it to me but 
if I ask a trusted friend who knows that I truly need it, that person may give me That's right. $100. Yes. Now, when That's I good. go to the Lord and I ask him for things, uh, first, again, I don't have to be afraid to ask. No. And when I ask him for the things that I already know he wants me to ask for, he's going to give them. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying go to the Lord and ask for $100. That's not my point here. Or Cadillac. <laughs> or Cadillac. Or <laughs> to win the lottery. <laughs> I, but that's the importance about asking him, what do we ask for? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that is the important. I knew someone who kept saying, oh, I'm asking God to help me win the lottery. And I said, you might want to stop asking that because I don't think God's going to help you win the lottery. That's not what this is about. That's not what he wants for you. Yeah. Ask him what he wants for you. Yeah. It, Maybe it, it's something it, better than the lottery. Yeah. But, no kidding. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is it, the importance of asking him what he wants and then seeking it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the last part. Knock. <laughs> right. Keep on knocking. Right. If need be. Right. And, you know, something about knocking that I, when I read this passage, this is something God gave me years ago. When you're knocking, you are that close. You know he's right there. Yeah. You know, it's not like, hey, God, I need this. It's. God, I'm right here. I'm knocking on your door. Yeah. It's that close. It's that intimate. That's what God desires. Mm, Ask me, good. seek me out, and then knock, and the door will be open. Wow. Yeah. I, I love that. And, and, I, I, and I think about, at times, the persistence. <clears throat> now, you, yes. you know, we, we live in a neighborhood, and um, a lot of kids come over. Right. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> and it's like when a, when, when a neighborhood kid comes over, of, of course they've scoped everything out. We did it when we were kids. Right. You know, sure. Is yeah. the car home? Oh, you yeah. Know, have I seen them outside? Oh, yeah. Do I see any motion in the house? Right. I mean, we search everything out. And then all of a sudden we know that they're in there. Right. And so the doorbell rings once. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Three times, yep. you know, and you were waiting for them to just go, we know you're in there. Can you come out and play? And I love that, too, you know, because it reminds me of the persistence. We talked yeah. a little bit about that earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me. The persistence of just continuing to knock mm-hmm. and knowing that God is in there. And you know that he's there for us. Now we already have that in our have in our minds that he's told us to ask for these things, and right. we've t- he's told us to seek him out. You know he's going to, like you said, he's going to answer the door. Right, he is. He's not going to be like a human who's like, "Will you please just go away?" You know, <laughs> right. and I'm not saying you say that to the neighborhood kids, but <laughs> no, you I know, don't. Someone else comes to the salesman <laughs> or something, and they know you're in there. Funny story, it happened to me the other night. I was I was in the driveway and I saw kids walking down the the road and I knew they were what they were selling. They were football players. Okay. I said, I'm gonna sneak in the house real quick. And I, I looked back just one last time and I see eyes looking right at me. <laughs> they know I'm in here. Sure enough, they <laughs> ring the doorbell like we're I can't, in there. <laughs> I can't deny it. They know I'm in here. So I just went to the door and said, I don't have any cash on me. <laughs> anyway, what I wanted to say was, you know. We know he's going to answer because this is what the Bible says. Yes. For everyone who asks, receives. Hmm. 
and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Those are promises that you can bank on. That's right. That's right. They they are. They are promises that we have been given. And it even over the last, you know, couple of weeks in, in praying through this and, and allowing it to just sink into my soul, that was pointed out. Ian, this is, these are promises. Yeah. They, you know what, Ian? These are promises that you've known since you were a kid. Yeah. You know, believe them. Right. Believe them. They they're for you. And nothing is nothing that you ask is too great. Nothing is is too hard. Nothing is impossible. And th- there again, we can go through all those promises too right. through the scriptures. Right. But really, you know, there are things, Ian, that I'm having you ask for that you may see as impossible or that it just may be too much. But I am the God of the impossible. And I want to show you who I am for you and for all of those around you. Will you trust me? Hmm. Again, I, I, I keep reiterating this point is that we can't treat God like a human being. It's a, we're in a whole new world, man. Right. It's a whole different dimension, so to say. But um, you're, you're right, Phil. So you can ask. You can. And you will get an answer. You can seek. And you will find. You can right. knock, and the door will be opened. God has promised that. So we can't, and I'm speaking from experience here. Yeah. Like I would say I can't ask God that, or God just must not care, or God has other things, or he's, he's got more things to worry about than little old me. Mm. How many times have people said that? Oh, my. But that's not the truth. That it is, is not. the lie of the enemy to keep you from asking seeking and that's knocking, right because the enemy knows you're going to you're going to receive you're going to find you're going to yeah the enemy knows these promises are true right and he's like what can i do to distract them or keep them away from this right and it's like if we when we grab a hold of these truths and these promises and believe them and listen to hear what god has for us to ask for those doors open and our purposes are understood and we step into a whole new life with him experiencing him for who he is and and basking in the promises that he's given us and the enemy trembles yeah the enemy trembles because he cannot come against these promises that god has put in place for each one of his kids but what the enemy tries to tell us is, yeah, I can come against that, and I can stop that. I can prevent that. They know they can't, but they tell us that they can. Right. And if we listen to that, then we'll pull back and say, oh, well, you know, God doesn't care about me. No, oh, that's not true. Lord. That is not true. That is just like you as a good father want to give your children ice cream after dinner. God wants to give to us. And it even says in here that... Um, if you ask for a fish, are you given, where is it here? I yeah, it, go, it. it goes right off in verse 9. If Or if he asks for a, a fish, will he give him a serpent? Or is there a man among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? No. Right. And that's the kind of love that God has for us. That's right. That's if right. you have a child, if you have a pet, if you have a friend, a spouse, anyone that you love deeply and intimately, that's the way God loves us. That's exactly right. You can right. relate it to that. Mm-hmm. 
Man, that's good. Good stuff. And so be able to, to go from asking these questions of, so what, what's my purpose or what's my purpose in these times? Yeah. Is to go into, okay, how, what does God have for me and what does he want to share with me? And how does he want to take our relationship deeper into this intimacy so that that question can be given to us and we can live empowered in that? Yes. And that's what he, he is drawing people in to answer questions, to provide discernment and insight and wisdom for their lives and for the times that we're living in. Right. But he is inviting people in. So I would say to the people that came to you, and I'm going to say this to anybody that comes to me Mm -hmm. in the future, is the fact that you even are asking this question. (laughs) Yes, exactly. God is already working. Yes. And leading you to him. Yes. Because that's how he works. It it is. It is. You know, and and I know you you and I have talked about many things along these lines. And the first thing that God has allowed us to see is his fingerprints on the lives of those people and him drawing them into himself. Mm -hmm. And and it's amazing to watch it happen. Just amazing to watch it happen. But that's exactly right, Phil. You're exactly right. That's what's happening is that God is already at work drawing them into himself. Yeah, and... This is a time, and you said one person asked for this time. Yes. That is really important because this is a, there's something happening spiritually in this world right now. Mm. And it has been for a couple of years, and it's growing, and God wants you to be a part of it. And that's Mm. why he's leading you to come to Ian or myself or anyone, or even just sitting here tonight saying, oh, wow, I was thinking that, and didn't even talk to either one of these guys but yes that's god yeah. leading you for this time so exactly that you can right. be a part and you can find that purpose and you mm. can fulfill that purpose yep you sure can. and you can build upon if you already know your purpose you can build upon it or f- make that's right or broaden your purpose exactly exactly right that's that's exciting too and maybe we get a chance to talk about more i guess more in detail yeah. um of of some of the things that are happening yeah. Some of the things that are taking yeah. place. Because I know there's a lot of questions out there. Um, I know that I have questions. I know that you have questions, but also know that people are asking you questions. Yes. Um, yes. But, you know, to have yes. a point and maybe a, a, a time to, to talk about those things and, and to talk about what we're seeing happening and what some of the things that uh, the Lord has been revealing of what's taking place in this time. But we'll have to do it another time. Yes. Because we are out of time. We are out of time. <laughs> but I do like that idea. We, we certainly will. That's something we should yeah, let's definitely. Pray about it. Yeah. And see if we can do. Yeah. So hopefully Sounds this was good. very helpful for you. If you've watched or listened yeah. to this episode, um, give us some feedback. Let us know if you need prayer. Yes, please. Prayer at fulcrumradio.org. Um, you can reach us. You can go to the fulcrumcenter.org website mm-hmm. and find lots of good information there. Uh, you know how to find us yes. on Facebook or if you know our phone numbers, you can text us. Mm-hmm. His is 555-1212. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> but, yeah, we would love to hear from you. Um, any questions that you may have, um, thoughts that you would like to share, um, yeah. reach out to us and, and let's um, continue to, to build uh, God's kingdom and what He's doing. Let's let's build it together. Yeah, let's let's, let's build it together. Continue the conversation. Amen. And 
continue to build. Amen. Very so good. until next time, we're going to get some ice cream. Yes. We'll see you later. <laughs> good night. <laughs>